Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the Lord. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running, and I'm so far from my. We will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. I know you can play football. coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. and NFL fans alike, and welcome back to the Black and Gold NFL Recap, officially kicking off our 2017 season. I'm Matt Searles, your host, and joined with me, as always, are my other two musketeers, Fred and Sabo. What's going on, Fred? Hey, good to be back. The boys are back in town. Even though the NFL calendar says they kicked off the season uh, a little, little over a week ago on the 7th, it officially starts now that, that we are back, and it's uh, <laughs> good to be back with our uh, late, I think lately, very uh, recently activated off the pup list, Sable. How's, how's it going, Sable? I'm okay. Matt, your voice, you must have matured since the last time I talked. Your voice sounds fantastic. <laughs> I love I'm, the I'm finally, I'm, puberty has been Puberty has been the worst 23 years of my life, and I'm finally getting through it. So, you know, there's 23 years. I have underpants older. <laughs> but, man, that's I'm not sure I would brag about that. Wow. Andy Dalton, his job is secure. That's what Marvin Lewis says. <laughs> it's about as secure as Dolly Parton's bra. <laughs> All right, so why not jump right into it? Let me let me lay down the foundation for any new listeners, and we'll recap for everyone because it's been about a year. What we're going to do here is we're going to, of course, um, get you all prepared for the, this upcoming week's games, uh, focus on Steelers-Vikings, of course, but also talk about the other prime matchups, uh, Dallas-Denver, Green Bay-Atlanta, all that. We'll get you caught up on the injury news, all the other news coming around the league. But, of course... Week two kicked off last night with the Texans versus the Bengals. Bengals at home, dropping the ball, going to 0-2, facing rookie Deshaun Watson. Why not start there? Because this is a game that maybe wasn't the most exciting to watch, but for Steelers fans and really anyone who's rooting against the Bengals, it it had a pretty satisfying ending, wouldn't you think, Fred? Oh, satisfying <laughs> to no end. Um, and, and I think we are officially back to calling them the Bungles. Uh, and the the way the game ended, if you watch when the, the, the Bengals were laddering the ball, you know, trying to keep laddering, and, and Dalton threw it back to Russell Bodine, 
and and JJ Watt just like body slammed him to end the game like a wrestling match. Like that's it. <laughs> We're done. We're done chasing y'all around. <laughs> um, no, I I loved it. Uh, one thing I I talked to to Matt a little before we started here. Um, they mentioned on air last night that the Cincinnati Bengals became the first team to play their first two games at home and not score a touchdown since did did, did you guys hear this? Since the 1939 Philadelphia Eagles, that 78 years since this has happened, and the Eagles actually, you know who they played in week three? The, the Brooklyn Dodgers. There was a football team called the Brooklyn Dodgers the last time this happened in the NFL. Now, I wanted Jeez. to look at a couple other things to find out what was going on with these 39 Eagles. Real quickly here. I said, well, let me see who their quarterback was. Their quarterback was, <laughs> yeah, not quite, was Davey O'Brien. Have you ever heard of the Davey O'Brien Award in college that's given oh, yeah. every year to, yeah, that was him. He, it was named after him. He was a 1938 Heisman Trophy winner. The Eagles took him in the draft. He was the quarterback. So I said, let me look up more about Davey O'Brien and see how he's, how he's connected to the Bengals 78 years later. Well, Davey O'Brien Obviously, look up, that's Irish heritage. And I tried to find pictures of Davey O'Brien, but they're all in black and white. But I'm bet, willing to bet that he had red hair being an Irish guy, just like Andy Dalton. But get this. Get this. This is, this is beyond Twilight Zone. Davey O'Brien, where did Andy Dalton, do you know where he went and played his college ball? TCU. To TCU Horned Frog. Take a yep. wild guess where Davey O'Brien played his college ball and won the Heisman. TCU. I couldn't believe it. I said, this is like uh, cosmic bundling Nostradamus style. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. They They all over. Deja vu, a horned frog taking down the Bengals. I I just couldn't believe it. The only other, Sable, when you mentioned uh, that, yes, that Andy Lewis said, I picked up where he said that uh, Andy Dalton's, uh, Job is secure. I, I said, well, is is Marvin Lewis his job secure? Because <laughs> I think they're going to go down together. There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 18 Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think they're going to go down together. Uh, did you hear some just to, you know, uh, keep up with the, the Bengal meltdown? Some of the comments, the you know, from the players. Obviously, you know, it's a horrible start. Um, an unnamed player uh, quoted uh, one of the guys in the locker room said, 
It's uh, an un- unnamed player bangle today. It's toxic in here. Uh, Is this no the initials V? What's that? Is this the initials V? B. <laughs> it, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think he was. Yeah, well, he's toxic himself. The best. The best. The best quote though. This one was Drake or Patrick. Did you, did you see what he said? "Quote unquote, we suck." <laughs> that was Drake or Patrick. Uh, you know, I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess they're taking on the Falcons. The Falcons model. Did you see what the Falcons model was this year after they lost the Super Bowl? The way it is, they actually had a model. It said "embrace the suck." So I think the Bengals are taking it over. Sable, <laughs> do you have any more thoughts on the Bengals here? <laughs> the Bengals. Look who, look who their captain of their team is. So that's yeah. the guy that you're going down, going down with. They name him and everything. Oh, that. They haven't spent, like you said. They haven't scored a a point. All they're getting is feel. It, this is perfect. I, I think we were talking this afternoon. I said they're going to be own three because Green Bay is going to beat them, and then the next game, who do they have? Cleveland. They have Cleveland. I'm saying Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland's going to. <laughs> Cleveland's not as bad as we think they are. They're going to give them a good game. But the game I watched last night, all them Watt boys are good. You know, JJ when he slammed the guy, we got TJ, Derek. <laughs> I think he's playing somewhere two to four. You you can't go wrong <laughs> drafting a Watt and everything like that. It, uh, Cincinnati, they're they might be playing for the first draft pick. I know it's early, <laughs> but they might be worse than the Jets. That might oh, be some extreme later. optimism here, but I I don't, I don't know about that. It's kind of like Tomlin said before, you know, what, about the Watt thing. Tomlin says he wishes every coach had a Watt. He said every team should have a Watt on there. But yeah. watching watching JJ just plow that center Bodine, it was it just seemed almost poetic. Andy Dalton threw him the ball and said, "All right, it's, it's, this is your turn. You've been letting me get smacked all day. Your turn." That was just it was perfect. You can he tell, our listeners, we are <laughs> we are we are a little biased here against the Bengals, just a bit. Of course, they're in our division. We're all Steelers fans here. Uh, anything else you guys want to touch on with that before we move on? Um, how long do you think before uh, McCarron's the quarterback? Ooh. Take it, Fred. Uh, I I don't think uh, – I think they would have to probably, as you suggest, I don't think it's out of the question of them – having a tough game with the Browns because they are, they are better. Ben even said this week, he said, they're going to surprise a lot of people. Their defense is good. Uh, if, if I think if they were to lose to the, they're probably lose to the Packers. If they lost to the Browns, I think that might do it. Actually. I think that would do it. Do you know so, who I have my fantasy draft? Not Dalton. Green. Just bad. Eight. <laughs> yeah, my wide receiver won. <laughs> wow, that's rough. it is early though. For honestly, for honestly, we're I know we're we're really bagging on them, giving them a lot of slack, but it's so early. We we've seen Steelers before start off zero and four, and then come back and win eight of their next twelve. It 
they just fired their offensive coordinator, and they have now promoted their quarterback coach, Bill Lazor. I know you guys can't see me, but I'm doing quotation marks when I say Lazor. He's so this, this could change things. A new scheme, try and get Mixon running, try and get uh, Green going a little bit more. It's it's early. Yeah. It's too early to count them yeah. out of no. the division, the playoffs. No. Let's just see what happens. And for now, we can at least enjoy enjoy their little downfall. Yeah, great you know offense, Matt. With the, with all those changes and all that, and it's still early. Uh, no, and the reason I'll say no is. They are not like the Steelers. They don't have a leader like Tomlin. They are already – Pac-Man is already saying, well, if the defense holds and you get field position, you should win the bleeping game. They're already divided. They don't have leaders. Uh, Carlos Dunlap posted something to his Instagram today about complacency and these things. They are coming apart. They do not have strong leaders. I agree a team can do it. But a team like Green Bay with leaders and a team like the Steelers with leaders, I don't think the Bengals have the uh, intestinal fortitude to do it. They're going to fall apart. Did they start mixing? They, uh, I believe. I think ahead, Hill technically got the. Yeah, I think Hill technically got the start. Start. Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard had the most carries. Mixon had nine carries for like 36 yards. They, they didn't use him enough. I would just use – I would start Mixon and just pound the ball if I was them. Not that their line can do it, but – Oh, they can't. Not after losing that. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens um, as we move forward. So, with that one out of the way, we do want to get to – of course, we're going to break down the news – and I also want to toss out at any time, if anyone wants to call in, our number is 347-850-8581. That's 347-850-8581. Call in, ask any questions you want, your comments, concerns, whether it be Steelers, football, anything you got related to the NFL, we will certainly love to hear you out. And with that going, we will move on in our news. And I'm having a little bit of laptop difficulty right now. It's super bad timing. So if you do call in, just give me a sec to get to you. Uh, Moving on in our news, um, we have got the Raiders and their tackle Donald Penn agreed to a two-year $21 million extension. Donald Penn was initially holding out. The Raiders regime told him that if he – uh, they wouldn't negotiate until he reported to training camp in good faith, and it looks like that good faith paid off. They rewarded him pretty decently. The Broncos' uh, defensive end, Jared Crick, got injured in that Monday night game against the Chargers. He's placed on IR. The Colts plan to start Jacoby Prissett over Colzine. I know just anybody watching the game will be very happy about that. And last but news we're going to get to, the NFL has filed uh, for an emergency stay in that Zeke Elliott case. They Zeke filed for an injunction, which was granted, which means they he, he was supposed to play the whole season. Now the NFL filed to kind of cancel out that. It's it's really difficult to follow. I don't have him on any of my fantasy teams. I know people that do, and it's it's really just a hard thing to predict what's going to happen with this. Any thoughts on the news before we get right into our week two matchup with the Steelers and the Vikings, guys? 
Uh, I'll just say real quickly, yeah, the Colts had to go for set. I think uh, kind of similar going with Watson over uh, Savage. At least he's athletic and can do something. Uh, and Zeke, I just think the NFL is starting to become like a watching L.A. Law. I don't know which briefs are filed or anything. Let's just play football. <laughs> so, yeah. That's 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 a I I I'll touch because uh, it's not necessarily about Penn Raiders good decision to to, to sign Penn to the extension they they build a great offensive line they got Marshawn Lynch behind them keep going I think it was a smart move. I was Wait, kind of I was kind of shocked yeah. that uh, they benched Savage. I really did. You know. Um, I know Watson gave him the win, but I would have gone with Savage made one more game. I think that Crick had a back injury, and Jacoby Brissett, he's going to find out he's not in New England anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. Here's, yeah, here's, it'll be, it'll be my, really interesting to see. My second fantasy guy. So I get the, I get the 12th pick in the draft, so I, I get green. So who do I have? So I have the next pick, which would be you know the first pick in the second round, and who's my running back? David Johnson. No, he no he was probably gone. So yeah, oh Johnson was gone. I, I got Elliott. And oh, well that works out for you. Yeah, I I took a That's shot. True. I said maybe he you know. So I I don't have a number one running back, and I don't have a number one wide receiver now, as it goes. <laughs> Still early, Saber. There's, there's still hope. Uh, so jumping right into the game of the week for us Steelers fans, at least, and, and really a, a solid game all around. I know for me and for a lot of Steelers Nation, we were kind of looking past the Browns a little bit as far as you know games to watch. Of course, we're all going to tune in, but it was nothing like the matchup we're going to get this week. And I don't want to take anything away from the Browns because it was just a 21-18 win. But Steelers versus Vikings, Antonio Brown against Xavier Rhodes. I mean, their defense against our offense, it's it's just going to be a great game. The, I think they kind of surprised everybody, the Vikings, that is, with how well they played against New Orleans. Yes, they were at home. Yes, the Saints defense is bad. It has been historically bad in the past, but – those throws that uh, Bradford was making, they they were down the field throws. I think he was eight of nine on deep passes. They are tight windows. He's got weapons there. Dalvin Cook looks like a huge upgrade over anything they had last year. This is no gimme game. And when I started, you know, doing preseason predictions, I kind of had this one, you know, checked off as the Steelers win. Now. I'm much less confident, especially considering if there was a game this year where Big Ben is going to get hurt, it would be a game like this where, you know, the team's defensive line is just going to be in his face all day. Look at the past few times he's gotten hurt. Rams, their defensive line in his face all day. Dolphins, same thing. The Vikings' D-line is fantastic. So that worries me. I it, it's just going to be a fantastic matchup. I just hope both teams get out of there healthy. Let's toss it to you, Fred. Get your thoughts on it. Yeah, I uh, one of the like like you surprised to to some extent that the Vikings uh, offense 
played better. And, and the biggest, their biggest problem last year was uh, offensive line. And four of the five guys are new. I'll give, I'll give the, the, the Vikings management credit. They said these guys are no good. T.J. Clemming is their left tackle. Gone, they got uh, Riley Reef from the uh, free agent for the Lions. Uh, Alex Boone was the guard. Nick Nick Easton, uh, who was there last year's uh, young guy, he took over. They drafted Pat Elfline out of Ohio State. He's going to be a good center. Joe Berger moved from tackle to right guard, and they picked up Remmers from the Panthers. Remmers and Reef are okay, but they're maybe they're not great, but they're better than what they had. And their offense, that was the biggest difference. Bradford had time. Last year he completed, he set a record for completion percentage, but they were all, like you said, they call him check down Charlie. Just boom, drop it off. He didn't have to. Now the thing, so that was the biggest difference. He's always been accurate. And then you add in Dalvin Cook with his explosiveness, uh, that's the difference. Factor in, like you said, the Saints, the Saints defense is still awful. It's always awful. The biggest thing, did you see the news on Bradford? Uh, the injury update. Yeah, he was limited. Yeah, he was limited, uh, limited all week. They got an MRI. Mike Zimmer said he expects him to play, but he had swelling and stuff on his left knee, which is the one he's had the two ACL uh, tears to. So, how to me, how that could the Steelers, at least after one game and looking, they they're going to have a better pass rush than the Saints. So they're going to put more pressure on those tackles and offensive line. And Bradford's never been the, the fleetest of guys. He can move around a little bit, he did. But if you have a guy who's not that quick to begin with, and now he's more limited with that knee, I think that could be a, a, a big factor in that. I share the same concern with you. With that, that defensive front is, uh, is fantastic. Uh, the, the Steeler guys were saying, Todd Haley was saying, and he was the defensive coordinator of the Bengals. He goes, it's, it's the same type of defense the Bengals had a few years back when they were, they were good. They have fast, athletic defensive linemen. So it's those two defensive ends, uh, Griffin and uh, I can't think of it, Hunter, they, 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 they are great pass rushers, and they got that beast in the middle, Limbell Joseph. Going to be tough, but uh, I expect the Steelers' offensive line to hopefully Munchak kicked them in the butt. Because if you saw last week, as much as the Browns played great, some of the reasons they're often, they didn't run the ball, their offensive line did not block well. They, they passed block, okay. They were not creating holes on the run game. So I expect them to block better. Um, going to be tough. The Vikings are tough. Zimmer, they, they, they take after their head coach. Zimmer's a tough guy. He's a, he's a good coach. I like him. Uh, but it's going to be a tough one. What do you think, Sable? I, the Steelers are a completely different team at home. I think I, I say they're going to win. The key matchups is that Joseph against Pounce, and I heard that Xavier Rhodes might be a little bit banged up too. I know he's going to try to take AB one on one, but no one can. No one can take AB. I know they're friends. They grew up in the same. I don't know you know, their buddies and everything like that. But if he's not 100%, there's no way he's taking on AB1. <laughs> Just like you said, Cook. Cook is my another fantasy guy I had. Last week, he, I think he gained 100 yards. This was the first time that three rookies gained 100 yards in their first game, I think, in NFL history. So it was, who was it? It was Cook, Fournette, 
and that Hunt kid from Kansas City and everything. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. That was the first time. They got good wide receivers. That Diggs is like A.B. to them. They have that, uh, how is it pronounced, Adam Thielen. Thielen. Yeah. Their offensive line got better. Like you said, they got brief and that uh, rookie from Ohio State or something like that. Yep. Elfman, yeah. Good tight end, good tight end. You always, that's your security blanket. He's going to look for that Cal Rudolph. Uh, Bradford is, is what, he broke the record last year with 71%, 71.5% of his passes. Like you said, everything was short, everything like that, but looked deep and everything. If he can't play, you know who's their backup? Uh. Eight, eight or something. What's that? Ladies, small. I don't know if he was from BYU. He's their backup. So if he can't go, that's big thing. I like their pass rushers. Uh, that Hunter's good. He, he, Hunter and Griffin, I think, are one two. They're they're two of the best pass rushers going. The unknown hero is that I like that Eric uh, Kendrick, that middle linebacker. Yeah. And everything. We looked at that left cornerback for them, that Ray Waynes. Uh, Steelers were looking to get him. And they got a fantastic free safety in that Harrison Smith. He is really – but if roads don't go, Terrence Newman is banged up and everything. But the other – I think they're fifth or sixth uh, DBs at Alexander and everything. So that means that someone has to now pick up. Waynes is now going to have to pick up uh, AB. You know? Yeah, forget it. Yeah, there's there's no doubt they are very deep secondary. And we do have some people calling in I want to get to. Uh, quick apology for anyone listening and for our callers. I'm having some minorly serious laptop issues right now. I've been staring at a black screen for like 20 minutes, so I've got our little studio set up on my iPad, so we're, we're kind of functioning at, you know, 50% capacity. Nothing ideal. So <laughs> we're making it work, though. Right, let's get to our first caller. Uh, 804-240-39. You are on the air. What's going on, bud? Not much, man. How y'all doing? Do all right. Any questions or any comments? What can we do for you? Well, uh, I have to admit, uh, uh, I am not a a Steelers fan per se, but there are some players in the NFL who, um, you know, I want to see them do well because they grew up in my area in the the Virginia area. I was curious about y'all's opinion about Jake McGee, the Steelers' backup tight end. Uh, I was wondering if y'all had any thoughts about do you think he'll have a good role in the Steelers in the future, or uh, if you think he'll be productive in any way, shape, or form, if not this season, then the seasons to come. McGee's on the practice squad right now. He's not on the 53-man. I like him. Um, I think he's – I think sometime this year he's going to move up. I don't know. You don't know if an injury is going to happen like right now. He, so he, in essence, he's the fourth tight end. But I, I liked him very much during the preseason and everything, and I liked him coming out of college. I think he's going to be a real good tight end. 
Um, do you want to go back or I'll, I'll take it? When I, when I saw McGee in the preseason, uh, the, the guy can block. <laughs> the one mm-hmm. touchdown they had with Terrell Watson uh, scored late. I don't know if it was against the Giants. He's knocking people on their butt. He can block. Uh, I, I saw him drop one pass. I don't know how much of him as a receiver, but the Steelers have always valued, especially in their third tight end, somebody that can block. So, you know, we'll see. I think a lot of it depends on Vance McDonald. If he does well and he's more of a mix and he's a little more athletic and they get him involved, then he can catch the ball down the field. And that means Grimble, who kind of had those traits, but if he doesn't really fulfill that, but McDonald does, well, then you got McDonald who can get down the field. You got Jesse James who's kind of all around and good. And then if you want to bring that block and tight end up, then you have, I agree with Sable, you have McGee. So I think it all depends, I, you know, first on his development, which I, from what I saw, the guy, the guy can block. I never heard of him before he came to the Steelers. And he can do that well. And if he just develops, I think it's going to depend on uh, how McDonald does. And if he does what they think he could do, and then maybe Grimble becomes expendable. I, I, you know, I don't know if he'll be up this year. But uh, certainly I see him sticking. To, uh, he's the type of guy that Steelers like in that third tight end. Just just like a man yeah, of eight, I'm just going to knock, knock on your butt. McGee is a guy who really broke out in, in the preseason. A lot of the runs you'd be watching at NFL Network, and we'll just put up James Conner highlights. He's running right behind Jake McGee. McGee is pulling left to right, right to left. He's great block route in space. He's really doing everything the Steelers asked him to do. And that's why you end up on the practice squad. He really had no chance to make the 53-man roster, especially with the trade. But great question, and glad we can help you out. We do have one more caller we're going to get to. 804-3. Oh, that was also Hatton, uh, one of my one of the guys in my fantasy league. Called, so shout out to Hatton. Shout out to all my fantasy guys. Uh, he was, I think I played him week one, and I spanked him. So Hatton, if you're listening, feel free to pick up Jake McGee off the waiver wire and start him this week. <laughs> That'd be my fantasy advice for you, bud. All right, a second call, 804 338. You are on the air. What can we do for you? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, just what's to, going on, man? Just to bring up what y'all were just talking about with Jake McGee, it's interesting because if you remember, uh, Heath Miller was actually uh, a high school quarterback. Jake McGee was a high school quarterback as well and actually got – um, he actually got a scholarship to University of Richmond to be a quarterback, but he instead, you know, went to UVA as a tight end and, you know, the rest is history. But my question, kind of going to Heath Miller, like one thing the Steelers had for so long was they had that safe net. They had that person that could, uh, you know, that Ben loved to dump the ball to, like in key situations. And who is that guy for the Steelers now? I mean, you can't you can't say Jesse James is that guy. Um, I mean, you have AB, but you need that other player that Ben can uh, rely on. And I just right now, who is that guy? Because obviously Ben needs him. Hey, sports fans! Football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? 
Don't sweat it. My bookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event, even esports. There's no better time to join my bookie than today. Go to my bookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code Champion when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit my bookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Drink run. Here we go. McCafe coffees, shakes, and drinks. Ain't no thing. You the man. Yeah, that's what they're going to say. Oh, Kevin, thank you so much. We love you. That's right. You the champ. The drink run champ. Welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? Own the drink run, Kevin. Own it. Now get a small smoothie, shake, or frappe for $2 on McDonald's one two three dollars menu. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. I think it's A.B. Uh, I think it's Antonio uh, Well, A.B. A- is the... A- we, we appreciate the call. A.B. is the simple answer. I, I mean, they're obviously searching for Keith Miller's replacement they they thought it was Ladarius Green that's why they brought him in that's why they paid him 20 million dollars he obviously didn't stick around he had concussion issues had to let him go they hoped Jesse James would take another step he kind of struggled in camp in the preseason so they traded for Vance McDonald a former second round pick so the answer really is you know, to be determined. Are there guys right now? Sure. Le'Veon Bell is a fantastic uh, safety blanket. Uh, Jesse James can get it done as long as it is nothing spectacular. They drafted Juju Smith-Schuster to really, you know, offer them something different in the slot and in the red zone. He's a rookie. We'll see how that works. But the Steelers are are, are hoping that, you know, one of these tight ends, they've got, you know, McGee on the squad. They've got, uh, Jesse James, Vance McDonald, Xavier Grimm, they're hoping somebody steps up. There is not a solid answer for that. There's no Heath Miller on this roster right now. There might not be for some time unless they want to spend a high draft pick on someone. Fred, no, any I final thoughts gonna, on that one before? No, I was going to say the same kind of same thing. They don't. I, I agree with Sabo to the extent that A.B. is the guy he trusts. Because, like he said, when he when he asked about the, the you know that that incredible play that AB made with you know to, to basically put the game away, that incredible catch, Ben just said, "Hey, if he's there, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it up and you know." But I don't think, to your point, I, I don't think he has a guy like he that he trusts in the way he trusts AB to make a play. But I and I think it's because he came there the year after Ben. And his second Ben's second year, and they kind of were joined at the hip together. They both were learning together, and they had that close. And I don't think he he's ever going to have somebody like that, you know, in that way. He has a great, and he even said people say Ben and AB that's as good a relationship a, a quarterback wide receiver is ever going to have. They're on the same page, but I think it's still different uh, than it is with Heath. I think Heath was almost like Ben's big brother even though Ben was the older, you know, that type of guy. You can count on your big brother, and he's going to be there, and he's going to bail you out every time. I remember uh, uh, Heat's last year, 2015, both games against the Bengals. He had 
he did not have a great year. He had 10 catches in both games. The one was – and the second one, 10 catches for 100 yards. I, I remember charting it. Out of like the 10 catches, seven of them were at, uh, were all for first downs, and he was like four for four on third down. That tells you who Ben was looking for. I'm going to Heath. He's going to get open. He's smart. He wasn't quick anymore, but he was smart. You know, he knew how to – he knew how to find find the opening. I don't think he has that type of guy, and yet, but it's it's a b to that to that extent. So, uh, for sure. So, so all right, moving yeah, all right, Matt. moving right along. So we did we did spend some time. This is really you know Jake McGee needs to check out our podcast because this is the most coverage he's gotten. You know, <laughs> coming out of college. <laughs> The new title, the Jake McGee podcast. But moving yeah. right along, uh, let's let's make our final picks for the Steelers and the Vikings. I honestly, this is tough. If Bradford hadn't gone like that, he might have a knee injury and swelling, all that stuff. And it's tricky. I'm just I'm not confident. I'll pick the Steelers. I'm a hesitant Steelers pick on this one. Fred, yours, and then Sabo. Ah, oh, Steelers, home opener. They're not losing this. Uh, the line's going to play better because Munch is going to put his foot where it needs to be put. Um, so I, I, I think, uh, you know, uh, they're going to get after Bradford. Uh, those tackles are not going to see, uh, you know, the Saints defenders and their goofy defensive corner, Dennis Allen. He calls up voodoo calls. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I got the Steelers like 23 to, 23 to 17. Sable? I'm going to give you a shocker. It's my lock of the week, Steelers. <laughs> oh, that's actually, that's actually bold. I, I've not, I wish I had your confidence in this, and I hope it pays off for you. I I'm mean, say like that. I said, I think I'm really just worried about Ben getting hurt in this one. But oh, the three of us are. taking the Steelers in this one, let's see what happens. 30, uh, moving 30. right along. They're going to score 30. And you know who we forgot? Let me just say this real quick. We forgot about Eli Rogers on third down. I mean, he has a lot of security blankets now that he could You're right. Almost every one of them could be a security blanket except Bryant. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's, that's, a, that's a definitely a good point. Can't forget about Eli Rogers in a battle with no. Juju Smith-Schuster for that slot job. Slot so moving job. right along to maybe the most – you know, anticipated game of the week uh, as far as, you know, national media and everything goes. That would be the Green Bay Packers taking on the Atlanta Falcons, two 1-0 teams, possibly a preview of the NFC championship game, a, a rematch of last year's NFC champion, championship game. I mean, the Packers starting out with tough two games in a row. You have the Seahawks, now you have the Falcons. you, you got to think if someone would have asked Mike McCarthy before the season if he was, you know, be okay going one and one to start the season, he would say, of course, because, I mean, it, it doesn't get much tougher than this. Two NFC games against, you know, top-tier talents. Uh, Fred, who are you taking in this game and why? We'll start with you. Oh, geez. This, this is tough. I went back and forth looking at this um, because I think, uh, you know, Green Bay, when they faced the Falcons in the championship game last year, they were they – were, Battered. They had their, half their secondary was out. Uh, they were, you know, running on fumes. They they got guys back. They got that Kevin King in the draft. Mike Daniels, our defensive tackle, was playing lights out. He he single handedly destroyed the Seahawks. Um, 
And uh, but the Falcons they added to their defense, which was which was improving as the year went on. Watch this guy, Demonte Casey. He's a cornerback safety. This guy is a playmaker. It was a great pickup for them, and they already got Ken O'Neill last year, rookie Deion Jones. They added Tack McKinley to uh, Vic Beasley. They added, they added Don Terry Poe to help short throw. I went back and forth, and, uh, you know, the Falcons struggled against the Bears. Again, first week on the road, I can see that happening, but I don't know how much losing uh, their coordinator is going to going to hurt them uh uh i i'm geez i'm going back and forth but uh in atlanta they got their new they they got their new dome uh i'm gonna go with uh uh and they won the last cut they beat them last time the last two times i'm gonna go like i changed it back forth i'm gonna go with the falcons 27 to 23 Last second, I kept going back and forth. If you ask me again, I'll change. Go ahead, Sable. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with uh, Atlanta also because they are at home and everything. Is this Casey? Is he the kid who played for San Diego, the slot guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I liked, I liked him coming out and everything like that. Uh, it's going to be closer than we think. It could be the prequel to the chip game. Green Bay, but it might they they're going to flip flop and they're going to probably have to play in Green Bay this game uh, when they go for the championship. See who goes to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to say Atlanta wins. Would you say 27-24? I don't. I think, said 20, 23, but 23. I'll go 27-21. I'm going with Atlanta. Interesting. I'm I'm gonna go against y'all and go with the Packers. I, I think they've they've finally found a featured back in Ty Montgomery. I mean, he had more touches, I believe, than any other starting running back in week one. They they said before they want him to be their David Johnson. Hopefully that doesn't mean they want him to go on IR and hopefully that means they want him <laughs> to break out and be their be their lead back that they've been looking for since uh skinny Eddie Lacey disappeared like three years ago. So I'm going to go with the Packers to start this one. Uh, before we move on, I do want to say that our show is sponsored by Frank Walk the Law, the top criminal defense firm to call in Western PA and West Virginia and home to one of the nation's top 100-ranked trial attorneys in Frank Walker. Uh, check him out at frankwalkerlaw.com. There is an ad that I would play, but I'm slightly concerned that if I tried to, my entire iPad would catch on fire because I'm running like eight different things on it at once. So just, you know, <laughs> pause here, go and YouTube Frank Walker law advertisements and then Good. come back. We'll still be here. So Good. moving right along now that you are back from our break, Pat, let's check Pat, out. Went, what's up, Sabo? Who won the um, last year? Who picked the most games? Me, you, or? Uh, you know, right. I don't know that it would probably be on my laptop that I'm looking at which screen is black. Uh, but just I'm gonna say safe and go with me because I feel like I'm right most Get of the out. time. But you know, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, so, wait a minute. so moving right along, moving right along to our next game. Another another one. I mean, we've got some great games this week. We're talking about four Steelers, Vikings, Packers, Falcons. Let's go Dallas versus Denver. 
another group of 1-0 teams. Dallas landed on the Giants in week one. Denver eking out a win against the Chargers. Uh, Fred, I know you got the tough assignment. You got to be the first one to pick. I set it up for you every time. That's not changing, buddy. Dallas, Denver, oh, who you got? No, that's okay. I I I like I like the tough assignments given to me. Uh, Denver, their, their their biggest problem last year. They still had a great defense against the pass, but they were I, woeful against the run. They were awful, and uh, they did they made some moves to try to shore that up. Uh, I don't know some of them good, some of them not. They they picked up Domatop Teco from the Bengals. He I don't think that one really is going to help them much, but Derek Wolf is back healthy. Uh, we mentioned Crick went on the IR, but I don't think it's going to affect them too badly with Wolf back. And they, the second-round pick out of Georgia Tech, Adam Gottsis, he was looking great against the Chargers. They they stuffed the Chargers' run. Now, the Charger line isn't so great. But, uh, yeah, last year they were uh, 28th in yards per game rushing. They're, they're going to be much – having said that, though, that Dallas offensive line – I think they they might be better this year. They move Leal Collins to right tackle his natural position. Uh, he's playing fantastic. Dallas's defense uh, played well against the Giants. They were pitiful. I I think they're going to uh, Simeon. Uh, he almost threw the game away against the Chargers. Did you see the interception he threw where it kicked out the guy's foot and bounced in the air? <laughs> and uh, yeah. they they got lucky. They got lucky that the, the the their head coach there, Joseph, uh, iced the kicker. But I think Dallas is going to be able to, to jam the ball down their throats. I think they'll wear them out uh, up front. And uh, and not having Shane Ray, they got uh, Shaq Barrett there. But I I, I think the, the no-fly zone is starting to crack a little bit. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Cowboys. I, you know, I, I'm going to go with the boys. They got, they got Zeke. He's he's weaving through his uh he's gonna he's gonna weave through Denver like he's weaving through this his legal his legal problems. Uh, I'm going with Dallas. <laughs> what do you say, this is another close game and a good game and everything. Uh, I always, for some reason, like the home team. And whew, this is gonna. Uh, yeah, Collins is a good. I mean, when you can get a guy like him, uh, everyone passed on the draft because, you know, they said he had problem with his girlfriend. You know, I, I mean, he he was a great pickup for them. They do have a great offensive line. Oh, this is tough. I'll go with Matt. Tell me who you're going to go with. <laughs> oh, that's 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 you, man. I'm going with the opposite of what you're going with. Yeah, that's what I was going to do, too. No, I'll go with Dallas. No, I'll go with Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, it's going to be Dallas close. seems like the smart. Go ahead, man. Yeah. It's going to be closer than we think. I just like, I always like the home team, and I'm just going to go Dallas to eke this one out, just barely, and everything like that. I think you're saying every game so far is going to be closer than we think. We're going to have a lot of close games. I I feel like Dallas is going to win it. I want Denver to win it. I I like Trevor Simeon. I thought he's done, you know, fantastic. You know, if if Jared Goff last year had played the way that Trevor Simeon did, then everybody would have been fine, you know. But the fact that Trevor Simeon is a late-round pick, everybody thinks that he's so much closer to his ceiling. 
but he's been just fine. I mean, he came in the league. He, he beat. I mean, he beat it out Paxton Lynch. He beats him out again. You don't want Osweiler in there for you instead. And Lynch is hurt. <laughs> I think Simeon's safe. I'm. Oh, it's tough. I'm gonna go with I'm I'm gonna go with Denver. More more picking with my heart here, because I just I, I I root for the Broncos in general. I like what Simeon's doing. So moving along, let's do da, 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 let's do Eagles versus Chiefs. Uh, Eagles. Uh, 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 are we only doing one and no teams. This is all one and no teams here. Eagles uh, beat the Redskins last week. A tough loss for the Redskins. They they got some stuff to figure out. Chiefs, of course, everybody was rooting for them. Beat the Patriots, laid it down on them. And now one and zero. Both teams. Who you got, Fred? Uh this this is the uh, you know the uh, how do they say like the student versus the teacher. Because you know you got Doug Peterson going against Andy Reid, uh, he you know Peterson was a assistant. He was a you know uh, a quarterback for him quite a while back with the Eagles, and then, and now he was the assistant. So to me, in that mind, if you saw the the stuff that Andy, that Andy Reid put in, the plays he put in to beat the Patriots, he had time to plan for that, and he put in stuff that they never ran before. He had Travis Kelsey lined up in a wildcat and running the veer option. He was showing stuff that oh, they didn't. I, they 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 didn't know it was coming. So he, he they, now they basically. What's that? They, uh, I think you so did they that good. The, uh, the the Chiefs basically got another like mini bye week by playing Thursday, so extra time. I think Andy Reid's going to do the same thing to Doug Peterson. He thinks he knows what he's going to run. And he ain't he ain't gonna run it. And they got that rookie, like you said, Kareem Hunt, who who was putting on moves like like a joystick on on, on the Patriots. And Alex Smith, I think uh, them getting Patrick Mahomes, everybody talking about he's gonna be the future. And Alex Smith is afraid to go downfield. I think it gave him a kick in the butt. And he said, you know what? I'm gonna go downfield. I'm gonna take the shot. <laughs> and I think that might be what he needed. I'll see if he can continue it. But. Uh, the, the Chiefs plus, I mean, the Eagles are a good team. They have a, a good, their their front line, their defensive line is fantastic. Fletcher Cox and uh, Brandon Graham and that rookie Derek Burnett can get after the pass. They, and they got Jernigan from the front, but their secondary is, a, is an issue. So that's where it's going to kill them. And I'll tell you what, Justin Houston, he was injured a couple years ago. Last year he, he, he only came back for like five games. and wasn't. He was fully healthy. He destroyed the Patriots. Not only rushing the passer, it was a fourth down run stop where he came in the gap and stuffed it. He is back to where he was. Remember, he had he was a half stack away from breaking the stack record a few years ago. Justin Houston is back. Uh, that back to his old form. I got the Chiefs beating the Eagles. I think the Eagles are gonna have a tough time scoring. What do you got, Sable? I'm gonna go with Kansas City. Um, here I go with a home team again. Um, I like Hill. I think he's one of the most exciting players. And here I go back to my fantasy. You know, my backup, we're back to Alex Smith. I got him in late in the draft and everything like this. He played nice. I, I don't think, I don't think Philadelphia can score that much. Kansas City. I think after the Steelers are probably the second or third 
anything like that. So I'm going to go with Kansas City. I don't think it's going to be it's not one of the close closer games. Yes. Thank you. You're cutting in and out there a little bit, there, though. Oh, Kansas City. We'll go with Kansas City. I got you. Uh, I'm 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 with you guys, even though I mean I I'm not as confident. Again, maybe I'm just the more hesitant guy of this group. Philly has you know great defense. They yes, they lost Ronald Darby, but you if you watch that Redskins game, you can see they're getting pressure with their front four. Uh, I mean, Eric Berry also was a huge loss for the Kansas City Chiefs, and now they got to try and find someone to cover Zach Ertz. It's just it. It's going to be a tricky game. Carson Wentz also, I mean, every year in the draft, you hear someone compared to Big Ben. This guy's, you know, six foot five and has a big arm. He reminds us of Big Ben. Carson Wentz is the first guy I've seen that I think is a really apt comparison, just the way he's improvising, making plays, throwing it downfield. You know, small school guy. It's it's tricky. I, I know I know my girlfriend, uh, Fred, I know your fiance, both Eagles fans. So we're gonna have to pick against them on this one. Chiefs for me. <laughs> we're gonna try and try and get to another game or two before we close this one out because we are running down on time. Let's go with the Pats taking on the Saints. Patriots and Saints, two zero and one teams. Saints lost to the Vikings, of course, and like we just touched on, the Patriots lost to the Chiefs. A shootout in the dome. Breeze versus Brady. A, a team that, you know, in his history, Drew Brees has really performed well against. I believe he's the only quarterback to average an over 100 passer rating against them, which is good for me because, again, I'm starting him in fantasy. So who am I playing? I don't remember who I'm playing. One of the guys I'm playing is listening to. But I'm starting him with utter confidence. But Patriots versus Saints, who you got, Fred? Uh, real quick, I'll just touch on uh, the Saints. Uh, of course, we we saw, if you saw uh, Adrian Peterson on the sideline, supposedly he was uh, kind of getting a little upset that he wasn't getting the ball and said something to, to Sean Payton. Now, who knows, we don't know what was said. They even Adrian Peterson said, how do you know I didn't tell him I love him? That's what he said. Uh, but uh, I even thought when they signed him, I didn't, I didn't see the fit. He does not fit what the Saints do. Adrian Pearson, he wants the ball 25 times a game in the eye formation. Saints, Peyton always uses running back by committee. I thought it was a bad, and it's not. And then and now uh, Peterson said it's nothing, and now today he said I didn't sign up for nine snaps a game. Ain't going to work. I thought it was a, a dumb signing by them. Oh, no, Patriots, they got their issues, injuries. Hightower was out this game. Amendola's out this game. Uh, their defense, they have no pass rushers. They drafted Derek Rivers. Unfortunately, he's out, out for the year. But I still, the Patriots defense thinks you got Belichick with all this time. Patriots are going to win. I can't. The Saints defense is just way too bad. What do you guys say, Ball? I'm going to give you a shocker. New England's not going to win a game this year. <laughs> Every problem is going to happen. They're going to play the Jets twice, and both times they're going to tie. And everything. And so, we see have, all of our listeners are just leaving win. right now with, with this prediction. <laughs> okay, they're going to win two games. They're going to beat the Jets. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with New England losing. No one too. Just because I hate wow. him. <laughs> I like Derek Rivers. Um, 
he was coming out and everything. But yeah. he's heard now that uh, Rob Nikovich, uh, when he, re- I mean, they're hurt. <laughs> They've lost a lot. Edelman, I mean, they're three wide receivers now. Do not scare me, even with Joe Hayden picking them up and everything like this. They are not. Uh, Brady, I heard a report that he thinks he's even faster now than when he first came into the league. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't fast then. He's not fast now and everything. They they just had too many injuries, too many people left. Hightower, like you said, I don't know if he's going to play. If he's hurt, they go. He's out. He's out. Uh, Yeah, I got to go with New England losing. They're going to be in a own two. Interesting. I, as much as I would like it, I can't. I, I, I just don't see it happening. I see it's going to be a major shootout. Uh, Pat's taking over the Saints. I mean, both these teams kind of got got shredded. They. I just trust the Patriots' defense more than I trust the Saints' defense. I know Amendola's out. I, I know they got you know some problems. No Edelman. And, you know, the Saints are without uh, their number two receiver, Willie Sneed, who got suspended. But, you know, I see a shootout. And when it comes to shootouts, I I tend to side with Tom Brady on that one. So that's my pick there. We're going to wrap up the show with one more game before we close out because we are getting down to the wire. Going to get through this one quickly. That is uh, Ravens versus the Browns. Maybe not the most exciting game, but a game we do have to touch on because – these are the last two Steelers division rivals. Ravens 1-0, Browns 0-1, of course. Browns showed up better than a lot of us thought they would against the Steelers. Yes, they were at home, but still, I mean, Kaiser looks like the best thing that they've had there in a long time. Ravens defense laid it on Andy Dalton week one, had four interceptions, three of them in the red zone, I believe. I mean, they, they, just, they just laid it on them. So, Ravens versus Browns. Who are you going with, Fred? All right, I'll give you that. And then if we have time, I since you mentioned he since Sable mentioned the Patriots and Jets, there's one real quick uh, glimmer of hope for the Jets if I can touch on after this. Um, Ravens Brown. Sure. Yeah, that, Ra- that Raven defense is great. Kaiser, like you said, he's the real deal. I I saw coming out. I said that was smart by the Browns. I I saw him. He, he's he's there. He they they were smart. Wait to the second round. He's going to be good, but not not going into into Baltimore this week. They're they're not going to they're they're barely going to score ten points. I got the Ravens. Say, but okay, I'll I'll pick the Ravens and we'll go back to your story and everything like that. Okay, this Browns this, this playing is a like, lot better than we thought they did. Uh, they're much improved team. Uh, I still say it's going to be the Steelers versus Baltimore to win our division, but I'm going with. Cleveland being the third division and Cincinnati being last. So go with your story. And then I'm out of here. Uh, I gotta go. Okay. Just okay. glimmer hope for the Jets. This is this is the best that could happen to the Jets is playing Oakland. I, fu- I found this out today. You know why? Because when you go to Oakland, Matt, what what's what what do they call the Oakland fan section here in Oakland? Do you remember what they call it? Uh, the black hole. The, the black hole, yes, and, and I, I found this out about a black hole. There's this thing called the event horizon. When you go in so far, you the event horizon. I looked it up. Here's what it says: the event horizon is the spot that you get past, where the light emitted from inside the event horizon can never reach the outside observer. So that means if the jets go into the black hole, the 
the fans can never see them again. And I think that's the best thing to happen for Jets fans for the rest of the year. So this is their saving <laughs> grace that the, the Jets are going into the black hole. That I that there you go. Interesting. It, it, that, this is what we got. We got the Jake McGee Event Horizon podcast coming at you guys for episode <laughs> episode one of the Black and Gold NFL recap. I am. I, I feel bad. I'm getting requests from for friends of mine to cover the Tampa Bay Bears game. But I'll tell you what. Win this one. Play someone more entertaining than the Bears, and we will cover this game next week for you on the NFL <laughs> uh, on Black and Gold NFL recap. I'll do it for Matt, Fred, and Sabo. We'll catch you guys next week, and hopefully I will have a working laptop and we can get a little more research for you and take some more callers. Appreciate it. See you next week, guys. See you, guys. Bye. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Got to get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay, and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's no better place to watch football with friends than Buffalo Wild Wings. They've got all the games on wall-to-wall TVs and a new $5 game day menu with 38-ounce pitchers of Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light, cheeseburgers and brats, and select cocktails. And every Sunday, you can play an exclusive fantasy football game with DraftKings with prizes like free wings for a year. Get to Buffalo Wild Wings for our $5 game day deals. When football is on, you have to be here. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Price and participation vary. Subject to restrictions. Limited time only. Hey, I'm Anil Dash, and I'm the host of a new show called Function from the Vox Media Podcast Network and Glitch. This season, we're talking with experts about why our voting machines are so bad and how that might hurt our elections. We'll also talk with an animator to find out how popular dances from the real world end up in video games. And we're going to tackle the biggest question in tech. Why do so many celebrities use screenshots from that Apple Notes app to make their public apologies when they screw up? You can find new episodes of Function every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks to Microsoft Azure for sponsoring Function.